Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week here on The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 5th of February. Today, what Lewis Hamilton's Ferrari switch means for our man Dan, the Socceroos cop abuse over cup exit, and Ben Cousins is making a comeback of sorts. But first... For years, Australia was desperately searching for its own Freddie Flintoff, an all-rounder cricketer who could not only make runs but also send down the rock at pace and take wickets, but to no avail. And suddenly, it's raining all-rounders down under. They're everywhere. With Mitch Marsh having found career-best form in Australia's middle order and young gun Cam Green being anointed as the all-rounder of the test side for the next decade, Australia is well-placed at the position. But last night, Sean Abbott showed that he might just have a little bit of that Flintoff flair. But it will be 50 for Sean Abbott, and they'll scurry back. Zampa does really well to get back for a second. It's been a wonderful innings on his home ground. Sean Abbott, his second one-day international 50. Abbott, notably a bowler for New South Wales and the Sydney Sixers, resurrected Australia's chances in the second ODI against the West Indies last night at the SCG with a measured innings of 69 from 63 deliveries to help Australia to a competitive total of 258 after they were struggling early at 5 for 91. Catch it! Oh, there it is. He has indeed. Good catch. First wicket for Mochi. Grace picks up the wicket of Marnus Labuschagne. He is bitterly disappointed. That's a huge one for the Windies. Abbott top-scored for the Aussies before taking ball in hand in the second innings and doing what he actually does best. That's a big nick. That is a big one, and he walks. Third one down. Abbott into the action here at the SCG. Abbott and fellow quick Josh Hazelwood skittled the West Indies batting lineup with both men taking three wickets to ultimately lead Australia to a comfortable 83-run win. The third and final match of the series is tomorrow in Canberra. It was the move that rocked the very foundations of Formula One race. Uh, Goodness me, we've got some huge breaking news from the world of Formula One and it looks like Lewis Hamilton is going to be leaving Mercedes and joining Ferrari. Lewis Hamilton, the seven-time world champion, will leave his current team Mercedes at the end of the 2024 season to join forces with the most successful constructor in the history of Formula One, Ferrari. And the deal is already paying off for both parties. We're going to make a lot of money together. Reports are coming out that Hamilton will earn over $100 million once he makes the switch, making him the highest paid driver in the history of Ferrari. But it's even better news for the team, with Ferrari's share price rising by 6% after the Hamilton announcement alone, representing an almost $6 billion increase in the company's value. But the dominoes don't stop falling there because now the game of musical chairs begins. Just who will replace Hamilton at Mercedes when he moves to Ferrari? I mean, could it be this guy? I'm a high-performance athlete. Athletes sweat. Sweat, baby. Sweat, sweat. Despite plenty of time off the track of late, Dan Ricciardo is still hot property. And naturally, many have asked the question if Dan the man could replace Lewis at Mercedes. But reports are that Red Bull aren't prepared to let that million-dollar smile get away. You're not going anywhere. Red Bull head honcho Helmut Marko has reportedly revealed that Ricardo has a long-term agreement to stick around with Red Bull, where he currently races for the secondary team AlphaTauri. But the inside word is that at the end of 2024, unless Sergio Perez can lift his game alongside F1 king Max Verstappen, he faces being replaced by Ricardo in the big boy chair. I thrive in those situations when there is more on the line and I think at this point in my career to kind of be that real hunger and motivation to race at the front, that's that's all I really want. But regardless, Lewis's big money move has blown up the F1 grid in a very big way. 
The Socceroos are out of the Asian Cup. So it's heartbreak for Australia. They were minutes away from victory, but they become the next victims of yet another sensational comeback from Korea Republic, who simply never give up and somehow find a way to get the job done. Australia's run at the Asian Cup has come to an end at the quarterfinal stage at the hands of South Korea. And in a weird way, it's Ange Postacoglu's fault. Son with the free kick, Son with the goal. Textbook stuff from Son Heung-min. And Korea have turned it around and lead 2-1. Tottenham striker Son Heung-min dealt the killer blow to the Socceroos with his extra-time winner for South Korea, no doubt pleasing his club coach Ange, while also leaving the man, a former Socceroos coach himself, somewhat annoyed at his club captain. Ooh, that's going to cost you. But sadly, the Socceroos' run of the final eight has left a bitter taste in everyone's mouth. Giant defender Harry Sutar spoke honestly about how the team was heavily criticised in the group stages and how reading some things from people in Australia during the tournament just didn't sit right. Everyone, like I said before, Everyone wins together, loses together, we're all in it together. Um, we're all absolutely got disappointed. And most frustratingly for Suta and the rest of the team was the targeting of striker Mitch Duke on social media. Duke, who admitted to missing opportunities during the quarterfinal, announced that he would be taking a break from social media after receiving messages from so-called supporters saying they wanted him to die. Sadly, it seems we as fans have learnt nothing from the ordeal Matilda's defender Ellie Carpenter was put through after the Matilda's semi-final loss at the World Cup last year, where she was inundated with abuse online after the loss to England. The good thing about playing a team sport is it's never one, one person's fault or it's never one person that made the team win. And I think without Ellie, our whole team... I mean, Tony probably tell you, our whole team plan probably changes. She's such an amazing player for us. Quick message from me personally while we're talking about it. To anyone out there thinking about abusing athletes online after a poor performance, it's easy to support a team and players when they're winning. But when they're losing is when they need you and your support most. So stay out of their DMs, hold off on sending that snarky tweet, and you'll enjoy it all the more when they bring home the bacon next time out. The phrase, work hard, play harder, could have been coined about Ben Cousins. Over to Cousins from 45. Cousins goes for home. First punch of the Eagles. In his heyday, Cousins was as good as it gets on the footy field. Brownlow medals, premierships, best and fairest, all Australians, you name it, he did it. And he did it at a high octane level. Few have played at before or since. Hunter, across to Cousins. He's been running all year and he's finishing strongly. But... Then came the fall. Troubled former West Coast Eagle Ben Cousins has landed in court again, facing charges on drugs and breaches of a violence restraining order. Cousins has now been arrested five times in 16 months. Drinking drugs, driving dramas and dodgy associates saw Ben's career spiral until ultimately it was brought to a premature end. But the trouble didn't stop off field as Cousins ultimately found himself behind bars not once, but twice. But then came the climb back. Me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Cousins have reconnected with the club where he found fame, West Coast, has entered the world of TV with Channel 10 in Perth as a sports reporter, and news is that he's about to take that last step to celebrity redemption, reality TV. An amazing new cast hits the floor. It's a whole new dancing on 7. Yep, Cousins has been confirmed as a contestant on the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. He's switching his footy boots for dancing shoes and swapping Sharon's for disco balls as he'll attempt to translate his athletic prowess from the footy field to the D floor. And I guess the most important part of it all is that Ben's happy. I'm finally happy. 
And I guess that's all that really matters. But if things do go wrong this time, Ben won't blame it on the sunshine. He can blame it on the boogie. And that is your fast one here this ball for today. I'm Liam Funny. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.